Hello, and welcome to the Lyme Dialogues podcast, where I'll be speaking to Lyme disease experts and patients about how the disease has affected their lives. In this first episode, we're looking at Lyme and the coronavirus. Are Lyme disease sufferers more susceptible to COVID-19, the coronavirus? I'm interested because I've suffered from Lyme disease, and I'm sure that many other Lyme patients would like to know the answer to that question. My name is Angela Knight. I'm a journalist, and I've written about Lyme disease in national newspapers and magazines, and I've appeared on the television and radio, raising awareness about Lyme. I was diagnosed with Lyme disease in England 22 years ago. I had a bullseye rash on my arm, and I was feeling very unwell. I asked a local doctor for a Lyme disease test, but I was told that there wasn't Lyme in the UK. I insisted on the test and eventually the NHS result came back. It was positive. I asked and was prescribed a course of antibiotics, but was still extremely unwell. So I visited the head of the microbiology unit at Southampton Hospital in Hampshire, because at the time this was the UK's Lyme disease medical headquarters, where my blood had been tested. But to summarise, I was told that as I'd been treated with antibiotics, I should be better. I had absolutely no idea where to turn to next, something many Lyme sufferers experience, which is why I wanted to talk to people who've travelled the same road and talk to experts about topical issues. In this corona pandemic, it's been suggested that Lyme sufferers may be at greater risk. I needed to find someone who had knowledge of Lyme and of COVID-19. Over the years, I've got to know a number of experts in the Lyme field, but one person I thought would be able to answer my questions is Dr. Armin Schwarzbach. He's the founder of Armin Labs in Augsburg, Bavaria, in Germany, and he's been at the forefront of tick-borne research for more than 25 years. He's an expert in diagnosing and treating infectious diseases, such as Lyme disease, and has tested over 80,000 patients. He's also about to conduct tests for COVID-19. He's in Germany, where the incidence of deaths are much less than in the UK and the United States. I spoke to Armin about advice for Lyme sufferers in this pandemic. Is it true that Lyme disease weakens your immune system? Yes, it weakens. I think chronic infected patients are more immune suppressed than others. Lyme patients have, in general, a better opinion what to eat, uh, how to support the immune system. Armin says that as well as a weakened immune system, Lyme sufferers usually have an additional viral infection, such as Epstein-Barr, Cytomegalo, Coxsackie, Echo, Varicella and the herpes virus. Because a lot of these Lyme patients, they suffer already from viruses without knowing. I diagnosed in England or other countries, they all have virus infections. So if Lyme disease sufferers may be more susceptible to COVID-19, does he have any tips for fighting the virus? Yeah, uh, other tips is always good. Um, I, I don't want to make any promotion for any products, um, but um, I think if you go into Stephen Booner's book, um, he has the herbal antivirals. And as an example, I just named an example, you find the Houtunia, which is H-O-U-T-T-U-Y-N-E-A, which is a herb, which is powerful in viruses. Mm -hmm. So you could get 
good ideas uh, in the so-called Buner protocol, parts of it against the viruses. And uh, why not to use natural herbs um, against the viruses? Stephen Buner, who Armin referred to there, is an American herbalist and author of many books, including Healing Lyme. Armin says that a weak immune system shows a reduced response in the T-cells and natural killer cells. What steps could Lyme sufferers be doing to protect themselves from the coronavirus? I would uh, go on to hydroxychloroquine if it's still available in your country. I bought some packages uh, for some patients already. You may have noticed that President Trump endorsed hydroxychloroquine, whose brand name, Plaquenil, is an anti-malarial medication. The virus is here in the in the throat and in your nose maybe, so um, if you touch it, you can spread it also to others without knowing you don't see the virus. The virus, you cannot see, you don't can, you cannot see Lyme disease, you cannot see the spirochete, uh, by your eyes, you need microscopes. What does Armin think about taking supplements like vitamin C and vitamin D? There are studies now uh, in, from China that they rescued uh, coronavirus patients on intensive care with 10 gram to 20 gram a day intravenously with vitamin C. That doesn't mean that you will get everywhere vitamin C because uh, not every therapist is offering vitamin C infusions. Um, vitamin D uh, should be a good idea. Fresh air, go outside, uh, oxygen, maybe ozone therapy, whatever you can do for your uh, O2. Um, for your oxygen, this is really helpful thing. But you can also use some smoothies uh, with celery or garlic or curcuma, curcumin, fresh onions, or you eat fresh garlic. Okay, you like vampire um, smelling, and but it doesn't matter. These are natural disinfections in your ear, nose, throat. This is the area where the virus is coming into you. And the problem, what I can tell you, is two weeks, maybe three weeks incubation time. So uh, the wave of infections is now here in Bavaria. We'll now have more intensive care patients now, um, also some young patients. It's not so dependent on the age, what we see also in America. Uh, but the high-risk group are older people, for sure, absolutely. So if you, but you cannot laugh at that as, oh, I'm not so old, I'm now 23. This is no guarantee that the virus is not attacking you. What new knowledge is there about the coronavirus? I saw from um, a professor in Iceland, a group, they found 40 variations of coronavirus mutations and they said they are different, uh, though different aggressiveness of these different subspecies of viruses, you could say. The Chinese and the Italian, which is really aggressive, they said, and um, also maybe the American version, we don't know. But they said a good thing that the longer it is, the less will be the aggressiveness, the virulence of this viruses of the subtype. So um, the chances if you don't get sick, um, if you isolate yourself, protect yourself within the next weeks, months and nothing happens with you, you have a very good prognosis. The United States saw an extraordinary rapid increase in cases and what has shocked many governments has been the speed of this global pandemic. Can Armin see a pattern in this epidemic? 
it started so in beginning of January, but we are sure it existed before in December. Uh, you know, from the Chinese model, they needed around three months um, to stop it. And um, then now they recovered also economy. And so you can see the signs everywhere. Nevertheless, that doesn't mean that uh, this is over uh, because uh, China now, they got imported cases from outside, Chinese people getting infected in Italy, coming back and then get sick. So they need to isolate all of these people now um, to not bring to uh, burning fires back again into some spots into China. That's clear. So isolation of these people is necessary. Also, I think for all of us in the future that uh, countries need to be sure that they eradicate process in the country is going on and that not new fires are coming there. So that means we will be also restricted in traveling to conferences or workshops or whatever we do internationally in this phase um, the next month. That's the situation. Uh, we don't know where it's going. It depends really on the restrictions and how you follow in England up the rules and how fast you follow up the rules. If you don't follow up the rules, it can be a longer time where you suffer from it huh? and you can get more restrictions for a longer time. If you really follow up your isolation and two weeks you stay in your house when you're infected, nothing will happen with you. I know a lot of younger people, they had it. They said, I had a little cough without knowing that. I would never uh, go to a doctor with a little cough, you know. So what's that? It's a normal cough uh, to me. But others we see in the families, um, they came to intensive care uh, in the same families. So this means it's high contagious. In the beginning, it will get less, 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 less over the weeks, over the months, but not now. We are still in the increase uh, up to a climax in Europe. Testing is very important going forward so that we know how the illness is developing in various countries and many different tests are being developed, including 15-minute tests like a pregnancy test. What does Armin think of these? Yeah, these are the quick tests. Uh, they are on the market. Um, I'm on, I have tested already two of them. I was not so convinced about that. Um, we doing swaps and PCR and... The problem is um, we have too many samples, you know, one laboratory um, I know is doing 2,000 a day mm -hmm. and there's a capacity problem. So um, government is looking for other laboratories who ca which can assist um, other laboratories again. But the problem is then uh, we don't have so many tests left, you know, the test uh, producers are running behind the development and uh, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's not so easy. So now we differentiate in Germany. Um, which test is necessary, what do we need, or uh, which we don't need for some people, you know. So we need a selection for the groups of what we want to test now. Over the years, many Lyme sufferers have been critical of the lack of attention given by governments to Lyme disease and to proper testing. I wondered whether Armin thinks that maybe as a result of the spotlight on coronavirus, that Lyme disease will be taken more seriously now. The infections are underrepresented in the whole medical world. The GP loves that you with Lyme disease. So this will change the paradigm in whole medicine. You will see that. 
Thank you so much, Armin. Thank you, Angela. And um, greetings to Lyme community. Stay healthy. It's good for us to get now more the infections, uh, the aspects into the world, which was completely underestimated, not just Lyme disease, all the other infections. So uh, this is now uh, a challenge and the medicine will change completely. You will see that in the future. Yeah. Also to look, check more Lyme disease patients and to care for what, what they are telling you. And this is, I think, uh, will be a, a good uh, thing coming out of this crisis. I hope that Lyme Dialogues will give Lyme disease sufferers a voice and help by sharing information with others around the world. If you'd like to share your Lyme story, please contact me at the website limedialogues.com. Thank you for listening. Look out for the next episode when I'll be talking to an author who's battling Lyme disease. Take care and goodbye.